I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Pin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to PinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word Sid. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Takapina is a criminal defense attorney. He's a former prosecutor, and he's, like, famous as a TV lawyer. I've been working with you for 20 years now, Joe, so I wanted you to weigh in on this about runners. You and I have covered a lot of cases, but I don't know that we've ever had a case, um, I don't think I have, where the defendant has literally been a runner twice, such that there's four to five guards who are standing around her in the courtroom. A, do you think it's a huge deal for the defense attorney because... It's going to be brought up to the jury. And B, do you think those jurors notice all those guards who are now standing around her so this kind of thing doesn't happen again? Look, in a normal case, Ashley, um, it's good to see you again, by the way. In a normal case, um, this would be a huge deal, a huge deal, because it, it exhibits consciousness of guilt, right? Fleeing is, is, a, is an act that one is normally doing when they're consciousness, conscious of their guilt. What so about OJ? Consciousness of guilt. So, here, it, it's it's tr- troublesome that it happened not only once, but twice. Um, but based on the evidence that Alex just laid out, what I've read and followed in this case so far, I don't think it's going to make a lick of difference in this case. I mean, this this is one of the most powerful circumstantial evidence cases I've ever seen. Um, so much so that the defense was left with, with an opening statement that simply said there's no direct evidence. There's no direct evidence. He didn't even say she didn't do it. <laughs> there's no direct evidence. And that's great. But circumstantial evidence is oftentimes much more powerful than direct evidence, Ashley, as you know. I mean, you know, you could have an individual walk into a room and say it's raining outside, and you have to just trust that person. And then, you know, you have to also question the credibility of the messenger. Opposed to that's direct evidence. Opposed to circumstantial evidence, when a person walks in a room soaking wet with an umbrella and they're dripping it, dripping wet, and they're shaking off the umbrella, that's pretty powerful evidence that it's raining outside. That's called circumstantial evidence. Sometimes circumstantial evidence is much more powerful than direct evidence because you don't really get to impeach it. And here, this circumstantial evidence is as powerful as, as any I've seen ever. All right, so that's my great friend, uh, 46 years, the best defense attorney in the country, in the world, Donald Trump's guy, Takapino, with an old friend of ours, Lewis. Remember those days back in uh, the early 2000s? Really, 9-11, Ashley Banfield. Long time. We used to see Ashley Banfield almost every day with Imus. She had short hair, and she was great, though. I liked Ashley. Now she's on this uh, News Nation. Everybody goes there. Chris Cuomo's there, that asshole. Who else is at the News Nation? Uh, uh, the guy from uh, 1010 Wins is there. Lee Harris. And then you get uh, Dan Abrams and a few other folks. I don't know. But uh, Takapina was on talking about this Caitlin Armstrong case. 
I have no idea what that case is about, but it was worthy of a TV appearance. So, Joseph, tell me, what is this uh, Caitlin Armstrong case all about? Yeah, it's what I said. I was just listening to what I said on TV. It's true. It's the most powerful case of circumstantial evidence ever. It's basically a woman who killed her boyfriend's, you know, paramour, girlfriend, um, you know, in, in, in cold-blooded fashion, just stood over her, shot her, and then fled to Costa Rica um, under an alias, fled to Costa Rica, got a facelift, and changed her face under an alias. Oh, boy. Um, the GP, I mean, the evidence in this case is one. The GPS did in this case in the car recorded the defendant's car outside of the victim's home within nice. an hour of the shooting and yeah. left within a minute of the shooting. Oh, boy. Um, it is, it's, a, it's a horrible case. I mean, this poor, and by the way, she was a runner, like the, a marathon runner, the, the one who was killed. As, as, oh, like Danielle? Yeah. 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 yeah, it's, it's a horrible, horrible story. You know, you know I, I kind of joked, if so you heard no, me. No scenario where this woman is found not guilty. No, so, we, so uh, during the actual cut there, I said, OJ, because... You know, I distinctly remember when uh, when O.J. was in that Bronco and threatening to kill himself and all that nonsense during the Knicks-Rockets game, by the way, which was very disrespectful yeah. of O.J. Simpson. He yeah. uh, he had a passport and $10,000 and was looking to flee. He thought he'd get away with it, him, him and A.C. in that white Bronco, but the police caught him. So uh, very similar to what you're talking about, he, he was clearly on the run, but he got off. Well, O.J. is an anomaly. That's the case. That, you know, when I tried cases after O.J. as a defense lawyer, I had to tell jurors basically, you know, this is not the O.J. Simpson trial, okay? Because there was a kickback, really. There was, it felt like there was a, the pendulum was swinging the other way against defendants in that case because everyone was furious with that, with that verdict. He got off because of a lot of different things, incompetent prosecutors, um, excellent defense lawyers, a jury that was completely from O.J. Simpson's sort of uh, neck of the woods when he grew up, not the way he was now, but they were poor minorities on that jury. You had a racist cop, Mark Furman, who got on the witness stand, admitted he used the N-word multiple times, and then lied about it, took the Fifth Amendment. The police officer in the O.J. Simpson case, the lead detective, took the Fifth Amendment in front of the jury. You can't have all these things happen and not expect yeah. uh, an acquittal yeah. in that case. But yeah. he was then held liable in the civil case. Yes. I don't think anyone here thinks O.J. Simpson is not guilty. If you do, you know, obviously you're yeah. not paying attention. But He, he was held yeah. uh, liable in the civil case for $32 million, of which I've heard he paid about 80 cents. That's interest on one dollar. I uh he hasn't done anything for that. I do want to ask you though, talking about O. J. Simpson and celebrities, you have you have uh been there for a million celebrities, defended a million from Leonardo DiCaprio to Foxy Brown to Lilo Brancato to Alex Rodriguez. I know right now you've got ASAP Rocky on your way back to Los Angeles on Monday for folks that aren't keeping score. ASAP Rocky is with Rihanna. They've got a couple of kids together. What's the latest with that trial? Well, we're starting preliminary hearings next week. I mean, this thing is real. It's a, you know, it's a serious case for, for ASAP and for Rihanna. They just had their second baby, um, you know, this beautiful kid. And, and so they have his life is going so well right now. He's married to Rihanna, who is a billionaire. He's, he's hitting ads for Gucci and all these major brands as their spokesperson. Um, he's a terrific human being. So he's really different than a lot of people in that genre. He's really terrific as a person. But he's got a case. That could, you know, put him in jail for many, many years if he's convicted. It's, a, it's an assault case with a gun by, based on some allegation of some jealous hanger-honor 
who felt he was, you know, not getting a cut of Rocky's hard-earned money. And, you know, you, you grew up with these people. You said we all know them, right? The higher you get, there are some people who are happy for you, your friends. And then on the other hand, you have people who are just miserable haters. The higher you get, the more yeah. – the, yeah. more the, the more they want to take you down, and, yep. and that's what we have here. Yep. So it's going to be – it's a trial. I mean, we're going to do preliminary hearings next week, um, the next two weeks really, and then it will be a trial at next, some point next year, and we're going to try that case, and we're going to win that case. Look at you. Los Angeles, Rihanna, Aesop Rocky, fancy restaurants. Who knows? She's at bay. She, she's at bay. Probably staying at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Um the other uh, pretty famous person you're in the middle of representing is a guy named Donald Trump. Now, Donald was not here this week. I'll tell you a funny story. So uh, Eric was in, uh, was in court yesterday, and I believe his daughter will be there today. But two days ago, Donald Trump Jr. was in court. So the lady, the attorney who works for the uh, AG's office, I can't believe this, is a lady named Colleen Faraday. And she was the one who was, I guess, uh, cross-examining uh, Donald Trump Jr., so years and years ago, she was uh, working for somebody, I don't know who, and Danielle was working legal aid, I think. And they're in court together, and maybe it wasn't legal aid. She may have been with the company at that point. I don't know. But Danielle went at this lady, Colleen Faraday, so hard. It's a true story, Joe, that Colleen actually ran out of court crying. 100% true story. So when I saw the other day that this Faraday person, this joke, was the best the AG office can do to go against Donald Trump Jr., I texted Jr. And I go, I want you to know my wife made this attorney, went out of court crying, and he responded in two seconds, ha-ha, not surprised, not the sharpest tool in the box. So these these are the people that are going up against Trump's kids. I know that's going to help Trump and his family, but it doesn't seem like it's a it's a it's a roster of heavy hitters for Letitia James. No, it's it's, it's such amateur hour in there, Sid. I mean, just reading the transcripts and listening to what's going on, it is it's unbelievable. This case is really a travesty. It really, is. it's a waste of taxpayer money. It's a political look again. The AG. James ran a campaign on I'm going to get Donald Trump. And then I asked a simple question, because please think this through and let this soak around your head a little bit. How could someone who's a private citizen run a campaign based on evidence they don't have access to yet to know that they're going to get Donald Trump? How does someone do that unless they already have an agenda? And no matter where the evidence took them, they were going after Donald Trump. That's what Letitia James did. She, she basically did something that was so ridiculously stupid by announcing to the world that she was going to go after Trump before she was, had subpoena power, before she had access to evidence. So she made that decision before she was elected. And that's, this is the byproduct of that. This case is, is such a joke. Look, there's other cases that are serious and have to be dealt with. Those are the criminal cases. This is a civil case. No matter how well Don Jr. and Eric did on the witness stand, and they weren't really touched. They simply said, look, we had nothing to do with the preparation of financial statements, period, end of story. Okay? And they have no proof otherwise. No matter how well they did, it doesn't matter. This case is already a fixed case. I mean, the judge has already ruled before the trial that the fraud was committed. Now this is just about the punishment phase. How much? So, you know, this is going to go up on appeal for years. At the end of the day, this is the least. This is just, a, a you know, another example of, of the system being weaponized against an individual people don't like. And it's not right. It's just not right. 
If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at info at gabolaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. And then, of course, this is on the heels of uh, Georgia, where Jen Ellis and a bunch of others turned their back uh, on Trump. We talked about this a couple of days ago, and you, you made a pretty decent argument as to why she would. I mean, they put the screws to you. You don't have a lot of money. You have no money, and you're basically dead in the water. But that, was, uh, that wasn't a very good week last week for Rudy or our friend Donald Trump. No, it wasn't. Anytime you have lawyers who are very close to you cooperating, pleading guilty to crimes, giving up their careers and cooperating, it's never very good. But again, I will. I read Sid. I talked about it on your show last week, and I read her statement that she wrote in, uh, wrote out and read in court, open court, behind all her tears. Um, you know, she talked about had she known, you know, she, she wouldn't have done this. She should have done more diligence. She didn't know the things she was saying was fraudulent or false. That's what she said. Well, if that's the case, then that doesn't really lay a glove on on Giuliani or Trump. Because what she's saying is, I acted in good faith at the time. Maybe I was naive. Maybe I was stupid. Maybe I should have known better. But I thought we were doing the right thing. So she thought that she can't get up on the witness stand later and then say, yes, back then we had a secret meeting in a closet where Rudy and, and, and the president told me, we know the election wasn't stolen, but go out there and perpetrate a fraud. She cannot say that now based on her statement in open court. So, again, I don't think this is going to be that significant of a development at the end of the day. Last night I went to this uh, beautiful event and they honored uh, Kantrowitz and A.R. Bernard, the board of rabbis. Uh, I met Cardinal Dolan, took a nice picture with the cardinal, sweet guy. And uh, before I get to that, she was the assistant AG. It was four years ago. Danielle was with Balin Stoll. And during a deposition, she was asking the dumbest questions. I verbally dismantled her. She ran out crying during the deposition. Okay, there you go. All right, so, Joe. So uh, so I see uh, Eric Adams. Danielle, you know this by, by from, like, examples of, of this happening in real life, right? Danielle could make you run out of a room crying. Oh, 100%. No question, right? <laughs> you know that. So I, I, saw, uh, I saw the mayor last night. He walked in right when I did. So how you doing, Eric? And I know you're friendly with Eric, too. I know you're disappointed in some things. We all are. But you're friendly with him for the most part. And how are you? I'm doing fine. And uh, this is, of course, hours after the FBI raids, you know, Brianna's place there in Crown Heights. Now there's all kinds of uh, stories coming out of Turkey. President Erdogan, Adams raised the Turkish flag last Friday. There's a Brooklyn construction company that seems to be the middleman that's donating a bunch of money. They happen to be Turkish as well. So somehow or another, Turkey may come back to bite all these folks in the ass. Now, most people I speak to think Adam skates, but Brianna, Ingrid, and some others may go down in flames. From what you know about this story, Eric Adams and the FBI raiding his top donor's house in Brooklyn yesterday, what do you take from it? Oh, this is, this is serious. By the way, she's not his top donor. She's more important than that. She's a, a lobbyist. She's his campaign consultant, and she's the individual who raises. Right. The no, she's money. not the donor. Right. right. She. Right. She. Right. She's in charge she of that. Right. She's far more important than that. So this is. 
something that is very, very serious. When the FBI does what they did um, in force, and, and they're looking for things like, you know, basically straw, straw donors and, and, and a kickback scheme involving a Turkish gov- the Turkish government and a Brooklyn construction company, um, that is a problem. And, and look, Eric Adams understood the severity of what happened there yesterday because he was on the way to Washington, D.C. to meet with White House officials and other mayors throughout the country because he canceled that meeting. But that's a meeting that he had said for the longest time was so important because the, the, you know, the issue regarding um, illegal immigrants here um, are basically going to hollow out New York's budget and destroy the city. The fact that he left that meeting shows how urgent he deemed this to be. I mean, this he was going to D.C. to do the people's business, okay? He, he should have kept his White House meeting, most political opponents of his will now say, and, and let his campaign handle the fallout from the FBI raids. The fact that he now can't focus on the migrant crisis, which is ripping the city apart, his attention is now on a, a, an investigation, really doesn't bode well for, um, you know, his political future, in my opinion. And I think his, his opponents are going to seize on that. And, and this, by the way, you know, this, he, it's not insignificant to, you know, when you say it, it, he may skate, I, let's, we, let's see where this investigation goes. I hope he does skate. But, you know, let's point out that Eric Adams has boasted of his ties to Turkey, you know, more than anyone. I mean, he's yeah. been to that country. Seven times. You know, he said seven times he said there were no other mayors in New York history who visited Turkey as frequently as he has. Of course, why would a mayor of a city have to visit a country like Turkey? But but he, he you know, he did seven times. So it's not something insignificant. And look, this Suggs, Suggs, whatever her name is, Brandon Suggs, is, is the latest state of a series of individuals tied to the mayor who yeah. attracted interest from law enforcement, okay, yeah. including several connected to his fundraising efforts. Um, Eric Ulrich, the, the former building My buddy, my buddy Eric yeah, Ulrich. Yeah. yeah, Eric, you know, was indicted um, in Manhattan, you know, regarding basically uh, help or, or, or fundraising um, issues. Yeah. So, you know. If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800 560 0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G A B O law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. And I believe, by the way, talking about Eric Ulrich, I think right now he becomes a cooperating witness because he was not very happy with the way Adams treated him on the way out. Well, you know, there you go again. It's that same story we talked about with Jen Ellis. You know, you be careful with the people that are closest to you, when they get in trouble, if you cut the umbilical cord, if you basically turn your back on them immediately, you incentivize them, incentivize them to become a cooperating witness. Michael Cohen is an example, and, you know, we could all discuss. Obviously, Michael Cohen has the credibility of a pipe cleaner, okay? So I'm not talking <laughs> about him, but, but, you know, Michael Cohen yeah. basically said, I have no choice. I have to cooperate because, you know, he felt abandoned. Now, now. He did some horrible things that he committed crimes outside of the Trump orbit. That's what he was held accountable for, for the most part. Um, but, but you know, you have to be careful when you have people close to you. I read Eric Adams' statement that he hasn't even spoken um, to Brianna Suggs 
at this point. Now, granted, I'm to someone very close to him and one of his key consultants. Um, I find that a little hard to believe, but if it's true, it's not necessarily a good thing for him. Wow. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, this is such a great spot, and you're going to be in Los Angeles next week, so that means that it's 5.40 a.m. local time, and you're probably just getting home from, like, the Mondrian or something. I don't know. But you have to yeah. do it next Friday at 540 in the morning. So I'll be ready. I'll be ready. I might sound a little groggy, a little froggy, but I'll be ready, brother. Well, this was a great, great appearance. Uh, Pete Morgan is sitting to my left. He he loves when oh. you and you, you text during the Ranger game last night. Oh. That was, yeah. Pete, it's like Pete and I are basically like doing play-by-play commentary. Yeah. We well, basically text the entire well, game. Right. I mean, oh, during, the, during the playoffs, you two psychos put me on the text, and oh, I yeah. get crazy. But thank God during the regular season, you don't bother me. But uh, Pete just showed me a picture of his beautiful daughter, Spencer, who's running the marathon on Sunday. There's a TV shot of her sitting by the glass right behind Chris Kreider. And uh, you got a good look at his daughter. But um, he's very excited. I'm excited. How about you? Six straight wins yeah. for the Hockey yeah, Blue this Shirts. Is, this is a different team, we're, what are we now? Eight and two, Pete. I mean, yeah. this is a, it's a this coach Laviolette is exactly what we needed. A no nonsense defense first, sort of a uh, not a player's coach, so to speak, because he's not friendly to them. He's a tough guy, and and the guys are coming along. I mean, Igor Shesterkin, by the way, if anyone debates that he's not yeah. the best goalie on the planet, the guy's extraterrestrial. That's what I he mean, writes, What he yes. did last night was insane. But one thing Pete and I both said, Sid, and I'll say this to any real Ranger fan who knows, we need Ryan Reeves back. We need Ryan Reeves back because he was the guy, if you remember, Sid, who would basically knock the, the spot out of anybody who crossed one of the skill players like uh, Zabanajad or Panarin yeah. or somebody yeah. like that, Adam yeah. Fox. Last night, Adam Fox got leg whipped by some piece of garbage on the Hurricanes that could have destroyed his career. He's hurt. And, and he didn't get a penalty. He didn't get, not only did he not get a penalty, he, nothing happened to him. If Ryan Reeves was on that team, yeah. that guy wouldn't have any teeth left at the end of the game. I don't know about that. Teeth. I mean, could calm down. It wasn't like he, Joey Coaster, maybe Nick Fatiu, maybe. I don't know about Reeves, but no, you're no. right. Yeah, he's Reeves the closest thing they've got. He's a fighter. He's yeah. a beast fighter. Ryan Reeves is a beast, and and believe me, he's the scariest guy in the NHL. We had him, and we let him go, and and, and we're missing that grit. Pete, I repeat, I think Pete, if Pete's still yeah. there with you, yeah, I'm right here, yeah. You agree, Pete, right? Absolutely. I mean, and, and we can't afford that, Truba to be, to be lumping people up and get him yeah, off no, the ice. That's the problem. Truba's one of the best players in the league, and he's one of our, yeah. our best overall defensemen. He loved Truba. And he's, he's, he, I love Truba. He was yeah. great yeah. last I'm night. Really, yeah. He was really great. Takapina loves Truba. 26, 26 <laughs> minutes he played. Yeah. Well, I hate to break up this uh, great Ranger talk, but I have to go. I got to talk to Tony Orlando. I have to go live to Israel while we're having this conversation. Much more important. People it's are fine, dying right fine. now, and the guys are shrimp. Yeah, but, but the Rangers are 9 and 2, Sid. I know. It's a big deal. You're right. You know, it does take precedence over people dying in Gaza. You're right. I agree. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Need the diversion. <laughs> no, I, I'm excited about the Rangers. I am. I mean, what else do I got? The Giants are horrible. The Knicks will be fine. They'll be good. But I believe this, uh, Joe Takapina and Pete Morgan that the team in New York, including the Mets and Yankees, closest to a championship right now is the Rangers. Absolutely. Right? I couldn't agree more. This should should be our year. But, again, I don't want to set myself up for that heartbreak I had I last know. year again. I know. So I just want to let it go. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. By the way, your uh, your Raiders look good. They fired the coach. They fired the GM. Yeah. And even my l- lousy Giants are going to beat you this weekend. You know, I, I know Mark Davis, and i got to tell you, yes. you know, I was – 
war texting him, please get rid of this guy. But that coach is the worst coach in football. We are such an embarrassment. It's not even funny. Yeah. I, it's hard to even like watch him. I don't watch. As a matter of fact, I want them to lose yeah. so they get Williams or Pennix, whatever his name is, from Washington. We need a quarterback. I mean, we spent through all this money away on a, a mid-tier quarterback who's horrible. Jimmy Garoppolo. But he's good looking. So, Very good looking, though. Well, that was important. That's important. I mean, it's always important. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. No, but it would be but nice to. The Canes are 6 and 2, uh, and uh, big, big, big home stretch coming right now. Yeah, the Canes are 6 and 2, and it would be nice to get Devontae Adams, a good quarterback. Joe Tacopino, we love you. An amazing appearance this morning. I'll talk to you later, buddy. Thank you so much. All right, brother. Bye, that was boys. a great See job. Ya. Great job, Joe Tacopino. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.